0: Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Tea with Ken with your host Ken. I want to begin this episode as always by thanking all of our new listeners and our continuing listeners. If you want to give us feedback, make sure you send us an email at teawithken at gmail.com and all of the information as always is listed in the description box. I want to tell you that Aging Faces of America is developing some new things and there are some big things to come within the following weeks. I want you to make sure that you go onto the website at agingfacesofamerica.com and check out the promotional video and all of the information will be listed down in the description box whether it be on SoundCloud or iTunes. Make sure you rate us on iTunes. Um just you know a simple review and whether it be five star or one star, whatever you think of our um podcast. Make sure that, you know, you tell your friends and family about it because we're trying to make this a big thing. We want to develop a community that's not only interactive, but also supportive of each other. So Tea with Ken wants to be your best friend. We're a podcast by millennials for millennials. So I have a really brief introduction today because we're running on a very short time time schedule, but I want to thank everyone again and have fun listening. I feel the fire, crave the warmth, let it in. No, I'm not much of a conversation list. I finally found my space to write down my emotions. They're so vivid, the details of how wild Can't stop right, anytime day and night. Need somebody to hold my hand. Cause this is Bigger. Then you or me, step back in time to breathe, poetry, symmetry, reflection. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Tea with Ken with your host Ken. And your co-host Ashley. Thank you guys so much for listening to last episode, except not. What is going on? Come on. We have to keep up the momentum. We have to make sure that we're all listening to the podcast and then every emailing week. us every week because we release every Monday, even if it's late sometimes, like today's episode. We're sorry about that. Not sorry. I'm um, um, It's my <laughs> It's fault. Ashley's fault. It's all my fault. But as always, um, I'm going to do the plethora of shameless um, self-promotion and plugs that we do in the beginning of every episode. So make sure that you check out the promo video for Aging Faces of America. If you want if you like it and you want to keep seeing new content then we have to have a backing and we have to have um you guys especially our audience committing and um financially kind of contributing to the success of Aging Faces of America. I have some really big news and concern with Aging Faces of America, so I'm going to save that until the next podcast, but there's something really great and really awesome that is going to come from this um, project, so just make sure you check out the promo video. As always, everything is always listed in the description box that we talk about, so make sure you do that, and make sure you send us email, guys. We still have yet to receive, like, any emails. Um, I mean,
1: granted, we do receive a lot of, like, because we created a whisper group, Yeah, and we do get a lot of traction on that, but... We still prefer email. Yeah. We're old school.
0: Yeah. So make sure you email us. And I know that we kind of gave you our little tagline last week um, that we're a podcast by millennials for millennials. So millennials, I know you know how to email. So make sure you give us an email at T with at gmail.com. That's T-E-A-W-I-T-H-K-E-N at gmail.com. I swear I just like had a moment. <laughs> I, like, don't look at me like that. I literally just had, like, a stroke or something. So, I'm sorry. One more time.
1: Horrified!
0: I know. That's with ken at gmail.com. T-E-A-W-I-T-H-K-E-N at gmail.com. This is going to be a great... <laughs> shut up. This is going to be a great episode because I'm already, like, stroking out on you. Um. So, yeah, make sure you do that. And also... If you listen to, I think it was two, three episodes, I'm starting to lose track because this is episode eight. We are getting up there in episodes. We have officially
1: done this for two months.
0: Kind of. Because one episode was filmed in, well, recorded in the same week. So it's been like almost two months. Next next week's episode is going to be officially two months.
1: Exactly. But
0: um, I think it's so awesome that we're kind of like continuing to create content and continuing to come up with things to talk about because like, who would have thought that? we would have had any problem coming up with things to talk about. I
1: mean, who would have thought people would actually want to sit down and just listen to us ramble about things?
0: Yeah, but I do that. So um, we have a whole bunch of... um, Not a whole bunch, but we have some new kind of segments for you guys. Um, And as things kind of pull together more and more for the Tea with Ken (laughs) podcast, we'll have more things to kind of be able to pull the listener in and make it more interactive for you and us. So um that being said, make sure you email us. We if you also have...
1: have some really exciting guest opportunities coming up.
0: Oh yeah, we have about three or four guests. That are lined up for the next upcoming weeks, and we're getting new equipment. Um, this Woo! week, I'm actually so
1: excited. <laughs>
0: yes, this week I'm actually getting. Um, I'm actually going to the store and picking up our equipment. So we're gonna be able to go mobile. So that means we're gonna be able to have more guests on the podcast for you guys to listen to. We're gonna have more point of views. We're gonna have some really, really hardcore, hard hitting interviews. We're gonna have some really fun interviews. Some people that are our direct peers. Some people that are, you know, our senior. But either way, we're sure that the content that we're going to be producing within the next couple of weeks is really going to be engaging and um, really capture your attention. So that being said, this week is awesome because I had the liberty of creating a full outline for us <laughs> and I'm kind of patting myself on the back because everything else that's going on is. Um, you know, with work and school, I'm still able to kind of pull together some stuff for us to talk well, about. But
1: it's also helped that this has been a really interesting week for like Yeah, media. just like
0: just media in general. Like there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um so I think the first thing that I kind of want to talk about is Lena Dunham on Odell Beckham. And if you guys don't know what that is, um basically I have it pulled up. So Basically, Lena Dunham said on Odell Beckham Jr. that it was so amazing because he, it was like he looked at me and determined that I was not the shape of woman by his standards, she said. He was like, that's a marshmallow, that's a child, that's a dog. It wasn't mean, he just seemed confused. The vibe was very much like, do you want to fuck it? Is it wearing a... Yep, it's wearing a tuxedo. I'm going to go back to my cell phone. It was like we were forced to be together. He was literally scrolling through Instagram rather than to have to look to look at a woman in a bow tie. I was like, this should be called... <laughs> I was like, this should be called the Metropolitan Museum of Getting Rejected by Athletes. Um, So she... To give you a background on it, she had to sit next to. She was forced to sit next to Odell Beckham Jr. at the Met Gala, and apparently, the background on it is he didn't speak to her the entire time that they were sitting together, and I is doubtful that she, you know, tried to make the first, you know, yeah, tried to make the first. Um,
1: I I think she just like I think this was a she was overthinking it, uh huh, and just released that inner monologue to the world.
0: Yeah, it's like because
1: I will admit I'm the first one to like, I will overthink the crap out of things, but I will not release that inner dialogue to the entire world to just kind of show my crazy like that.
0: She did because she said all of that. And mind you, this man did not say a single word to her. You know, he didn't give her any inclination to believe that, you know, he wasn't talking to her because what if he was just having a bad day? You know, like, like, and
1: he had to be there and he just didn't like, cause I've got those days where like, I don't want to talk to you.
0: It's like, what if he was having a bad day? Look, you guys have never met before. You're the comedian, quote unquote. Like, why don't you go speak to him? Make, make, you know, an icebreaker, make some, the situation funny and have a conversation. It would have been
1: different if she had tried to talk to him and he just like shut her down.
0: Yeah. But there was no dialogue, no communication between the two. And then she went on this like huge rant in this interview and completely made an ass of herself and tried to make an attempted to make an ass of him, even though Twitter completely went off on that ass. <laughs> Twitter completely went off on Lena. So there was a, um, there was a user by the name of Hey Chamon. Um, she said, Lena Dunham's arrogance always amazes me. Maybe he wasn't thinking about your ass at all. Get over yourself, girl. Um, this person, petty Friedan said, maybe Odell Beckham Jr. had watched an episode of Girls and assumed Lena Dunham doesn't talk to black people. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Someone pla- um, by the username Planet Mars said, so Lena Dunham gets ignored... Oops, I clicked on the wrong link. Oh, so Lena, did- Le- <laughs> so Lena Dunham gets ignored by Odell Beckham Jr. and then calls him a racist and a misogynist, all while using racially motivated stereotypes of privilege. Um... So Lena Dunham, of course, posted an apology after she got a complete, you know.
1: She got torn a new asshole. Yeah,
0: she got torn a new asshole on social media. So she decided that she was going to um, post an apology. And kind of like the whole Lockie um, apology, it's filled with self-deprivation and privilege. So, I'm just going to I'm not going to read you the whole thing. If you want to listen, if you want to read the whole thing, go on to uh Lena Dunham's uh, Instagram page and you can just simple Google will pull that up for you. But she said I'm just going to read the first half because it's really funny. She said I I owe Odell Beckham Jr. an apology. Despite my moments of bravado, I struggle at industry events and in life with the sense that I don't rep a certain standard of beauty. And so when I show up to the Met Ball surrounded by models and swan-like actresses, it's hard not to feel like a sack of flaming garbage. This felt especially intense with a handsome athlete as my dinner companion with a bunch of women I was sure he would rather be seated with. But ahead, but I went ahead and projected these insecurities and made a totally narcissistic assumptions about what he was thinking, then presented those assumptions as facts. So you can read the rest of it. That entire thing, that was almost half of her apology. And I heard no apology. Mm -hmm. I heard absolutely no apology. So I literally, if you're listening to this Lena Dunham you can take that flaming pile of garbage and, like, chuck it somewhere else on someone else's social media page because literally no one is accepting your apology. Twitter is actually responding back to her and saying, like, pretty much, like, the same thing I'm saying. Like, hey, like, your apology was, a, like, flaming piece of shit. Like, there I mean, was no apology I here's problem either.
1: with her. Like, I want to like her because from what I've seen of her, I think she's funny. Yeah. Like, granted, I haven't seen girls, but, like, I have seen stuff of her and she's... I like her when she seems confident in her own skin and I feel so much of the time she just puts herself down and down and down. I swear her and
0: Amy Schumer are best friends. Are they best friends?
1: No. Well, but like that's the thing is Amy Schumer doesn't do it like Lena does. Like I feel like Lena just is always putting herself down. Always, always, always. Whereas Amy Schumer is like, hey, guess what? I'm like this. I'm going to, you know, say something derogatory about myself. But hey, I'm the fucking greatest. Like Mm -hmm. that's like the vibe I get from... Amy, but then with Lena, it's just, I feel like she just is always down on herself.
0: Yeah. And, she, and that's,
1: like, my issue with her. Is it's, yeah, like, that's not funny. It's, like, like
0: you can't be, I'm, I'm sure she's, is she part of the LGBT spectrum? Is she a lesbian? I don't think so. I'm, like, I have no idea. I know she wears tuxes a lot. She doesn't wear, like, the quote-unquote female standard of beauty. So, like, naturally, an assumption that I make is that she's a lesbian. Even if she's not a lesbian. I don't like the fact that, you know, if you're going to stand for something, stand for it proudly and beautifully. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, wear a tux to a Met Ball gala and then feel insecure, you know. Yeah. You know, while you're there. Well,
1: and you know she got in trouble a while ago for basically saying that when she was a kid she, like, molested her sister or something. Oh, God. Yeah, like, did you hear about in her memoir she talked about, like doing weird shit like that and then like she had to apologize and be like hey I was just a kid like I didn't understand no yeah
0: my 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 problem with a lot of quote unquote white feminists that um, are in mainstream media is the fact that they seem to not believe that Their movement and other movements are mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. Like they think that like, you know, because I'm a white feminist, I can't represent and I can't support other movements as well. And it seems like it white, the white feminist movement only is inclusive for white feminists. It's like, there are a lot of um, black female comedians that talk down against like, you know, feminism and the feminist movement, because it's kind of controlled by these like overbearing yappy women instead of actually being supportive of, of, you know, something big, it's like, you know, like if you're not in my inner circle, you know, then I'm going to throw Taylor
1: and her squad. Yeah. It's
0: like, I'm going to throw everyone else under the bus in order to make me, you know, and what my movement is, whatever it is, you know, the only thing that's talked about. And that's kind of like what Lena Dunham did instead of like, you know, talking about, you know, how, um, you know, how she felt uncomfortable with, the way she was dressed and she chose to dress that way. And instead of talking about like industry standards of beauty and like, you know, kind of flipping the situation that way, she decided to attack this, you know, man that literally had nothing to say or nothing to do with her. And she kind of, you know, projected her own storyline on. But she does that. Sister. Like,
1: I feel like that's every Lena Dunham story here is just her kind of projecting her own insecurities on others. Yeah. And then being surprised when people are upset and offended. Yeah. And then she's like, why? I don't get it. Nah.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's annoying. So since she's annoying, we're going to go on to another annoying bimbo. I mean, like, I
1: want to like her, but when she does stuff like that, she makes it hard.
0: So we're going to move on to another annoying bimbo. Um, Tommy Lauren. Oh my God. I hate her. <laughs> so when I say that I literally want to sit down, I wish I, I, I need to get contact information because you know, she's our age. She's unfortunately a millennial and i think she's only 22 so she's exactly my age and she has so much to say and she's so misinformed so and i just
1: like was doing some research this morning you know she yeah. got arrested for prostitution in college
0: <laughs> what yeah. is that is that a real fact
1: i'm like positive i mean granted like it was on the internet so there's only so much let me so look it
0: let me look it up real oh quick. no like
1: it was like a whole list of facts about tommy Lauren. cuz i was like i
0: feel like we don't need to be uh <laughs> we don't need to be um
1: like I'm not even slut-shaming. I'm just saying like the hypocrisy is very relevant with her.
0: Yeah. So, um basically Tommy Lauren... <laughs> Did you find it? <laughs> yeah. It's um it's on heavy.com. I don't know the um I don't know how credible they are. But she they definitely do Oh, I, I have no idea. Okay, whatever. We'll find that out. We'll tell you about it on the next podcast. If that's if that's a real fact, then we'll I'll, talk I'll about have it again. to
1: find the stuff and like send it to you. Cause I was just watching it this morning. I wasn't really paying attention. I was like tired and you know, kind of doing that thing where you, like, aren't ready to wake up yet, so you, like, play on your phone.
0: Yeah, but, um, Tommy Lauren, I, I really want to get her on the podcast. She is or such be able to... a
1: freaking racist. I have Are... such a big problem with her going after, just, you know, oh, God, what is his name? Um, well, I know him as Avery from Grey's Anatomy. I don't know his actual name, but he is so hot, and I love him so much, but he's mixed. And he won an award. I, I, I
0: seriously know his name, but I. It, right? It's one of those. Jesse things. Williams. There
1: you go, Jesse yeah. Williams. And he won an award and he used his platform to speak out for others. Mm-hmm. And and now with the. Ka- 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 Kaepernick? Mm hmm.
0: Kaepernick? It's <laughs> Kaepernick. Ka- Kle- Ka- 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 no, rit- okay. Kaepernick. Kaepernick. So basically, if you don't know the entire controversy that has been going on in the NFL as of lately, Tommy Lauren decided to take it upon herself to, uh, I I don't know what she said because I don't listen to her. Oh, I've watched um, like almost all of her videos. I've read a whole bunch of articles talking about it. But um, Kaepernick basically decided that he was going to protest peacefully Um, against police brutality. Which is
1: his right as an American.
0: Yeah, and he decided, you know, he he decided to sit down during the National Anthem. And now he's no longer sitting down, but he's taking a knee during the National Anthem to continue to protest, but in a more respectful way. Um, Or what people consider more respectful. um, Because, you know, people's opinions change with the wind, depending on who it is. But um, basically, he has been protesting the National Anthem by taking a knee or, and or sitting during during it because he said that he's not going to show honor to a flag and an anthem that, and a, basically a country that continues to not acknowledge police brutality and acknowledge oppression. And, you know, what's wrong with that? Like, you know, even as I say it, it's just kind of like,
1: well, what's the wrong with is, his
0: protest? If
1: people kind of look at our flag and our national anthem as a symbol of America. Mm-hmm. And so people who, I think people are very offended because I think they're thinking he's disrespecting the entire country mm-hmm. by by taking a knee. But at the same time, you know, because people are like, people died for your right to stand. And I'm over here like, actually, people died for his right to sit or stand. If you want to move to a country where you're forced to stand for the national anthem, you can go to North Korea. Because... <laughs> They take that shit very seriously over there and I'm sure you would love to be there for that.
0: Mm-hmm. But. but um basically I quote her and I'm going to read a response by um Charlemagne the God, if you don't know, he's um on the Breakfast Club on uh, Power 105 in New York. Um I believe they're syndicated now so they come on in Atlanta too um on one of the stations. Um but basically she said how dare you sit there and blame white people for the problems of minority communities, stated the Blaze host. After mm. all, aren't you half white? Didn't two white parents adopt you after yours weren't willing to raise you? Whoa!
1: I know. Oh, she went into Jesse Williams for the same stuff. So. She was like, you're half white. You're not allowed to complain about
0: oppression. minority oppression because yeah. you're
1: half white. Like, So,
0: like, that makes a difference. Yeah. So, um... So Charlemagne the Gosh said, Tommy, when did um, Colin, is this Colin or Colin? I'm going to say Colin because Colin is the thing that you poop out of Colin. Oh, my God, I'm done. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. OK, Tommy, when did Colin Kaepernick blame white people for anything? The radio host asked. I read the 20 minute transcripts. I listened to it. He doesn't even mention white people. He says there are things going on in this country that are unjust and that people aren't being held accountable for it. He said people. He didn't say white people. He just said people. So basically, the um the entire thing is now saying that like Tommy is you know a, a separatist. She's mm-hmm. um responsible for race baiting. She uses her um demographic to kind of like further fuel the um conversation of race and oppression in America, but in a negative way.
1: Well, and coming from someone who I've watched all of her videos, and she yeah. really she does. Yeah, like she's called um. Bl- the Black Lives Matter movement, like she she compared it to the KKK. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no.
0: Yeah, she compared her directly. Did she? Yeah, she said I heard
1: her compare to like the Black Panthers and called them all terrorists. No,
0: no, she said she said that they are a racist movement that is comparable to the KKK, the KKK of all like right. So yeah, that's what she said.
1: It's just I'm her. I understand that her yeah, thought process... Yeah, she also prepared
0: the Black Lives Matter movement to the Ku Klux Klan. I'm
1: so done. I can't. I <laughs> yeah. can't. With like a picture of her just showed up and I wanted to vomit. I'm so done. <laughs> but my issue with her, though, is she presents her opinion as fact.
0: Yeah. And, and, it's and like, she
1: goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is your right to sit down, but it's also my right to shred you for it.
0: And it's like awesome. I also, don't care. And it's like also like, mind you... When we do that and we talk about things, we also say, like, hey guys, don't quote us. Like, this is not, this is our opinion. This is kind of how we feel. Mm-hmm. You know, if it is fact, we'll quote or we'll attribute where the source came from. Like, you know, like, oh, that last article came from the Huffington Post or this is from, you yeah. know, the Inquisitor. We'll kind of give our, we'll kind of give where we got our information from. She sits there (laughs) and just talks, you know, rapidly. She's kind of like Bill O'Reilly, and I hate that man, because he does the same thing.
1: She's a small, little, white, female Bill O'Reilly wannabe, and I can't, because she, like, but my issue, though, is I will literally go through and just watch, like, five or six of her videos in a Mm -hmm. row.
0: And spike your blood pressure, because that seems like the only thing that I would end up doing. It
1: really does, though, because, like, she just yells, and she's so angry, and I'm just like, honey... You need a Xanax or a Prozac or anything. Like, geez.
0: Yeah. So she actually just tweeted four hours ago, not surprised, President Obama defends Kaepernick. He's been apologizing for the U.S. since 2008. Hashtag, I love my country. And I was like, well, wait a minute. When did Bush isn't, ever apologize for the I mean, isn't Donald he,
1: Trump telling us our country isn't great like every And day? that's what
0: I love. Somebody, Um, I actually got into a conversation, one of our guests... We'll, future guests will actually be um on and we'll have more to talk about this mm-hmm. when that happens but um I actually came across a tweet that said um Kaepernick says America is not great and people tell him to get out of the country Donald Trump says America is not great and he may become he may become our next president yeah and he said um his next tweet was that's an example of privilege in case you were didn't realize. And you know, so, so many people like have so much to say about that um that kind of tweet. Uh, and like
1: Tommy says that all the time though. She'll be like, if you don't like our country, if you hate our country so much, then leave. Like or yeah. you could stay, try to create change and better the country for everybody with peace and, and you know, understanding. And isn't it weird mm-hmm. how how things like that are just so hated?
0: Right now, I, my thing, my problem with a lot of what, quote unquote, Republicans and uh, right wing, is it? It's right wing. Yeah, right wing. um, Conservatives. Conservatives say a lot is it's because we're allowed to have a problem with something and that's okay. If you have a problem with something, you're, you're quoted as un-American, unpatriotic, and you need to leave our country because this is our country. And it's like it's like if you don't like like if you don't like the dollar bill that says under God or if you don't like the Pledge of Allegiance that, you know, says under God, if you don't Ooh, we need to you, talk
1: about the Pledge of Allegiance. I totally forgot about that.
0: Well, we've talked about it before, but it's like if you don't like that, then you know, you need to get out of our country. And it's like if you have a problem with the fact that police are killing, you know, a specified group of people, you know, at a higher rate, statistically speaking, per mm. per person than, you know, another group of people, then, you know you need to leave because there are other countries that you, that you'll, you know, everyone would die and blah, blah. blah. And it's like, no, but that's not what this country is about. And quite frankly, it's like,
1: well, I think what cracks me up about, you know, conservatives and right-wing politicians and, and, you know, just very conservative Republicans and stuff is that they are very hypocritical. Mm -hmm. Um, My issue is that, you know, they keep saying like, oh, well, we're trying to protect family values, traditional family values, you know, Christianity blah 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 I think somewhere along the lines they forgot mm-hmm. that church and state are supposed to be separate mm-hmm. and and that you know your religious values should not infringe on someone else's rights and mm-hmm. and I feel like someone should explain that to them
0: well i think <laughs> I think the biggest hole that I can punch in conservative values is the fact that somebody can be um pro life mm-hmm. and pro death penalty mm-hmm. at the same time exactly and claim and claim it's because of religious beliefs. And it's See, like, it's like, please, but you please know what's funny though off. Is
1: I've actually <laughs> asked someone before, like, give me a reason mm-hmm. why, you know, Roe v. Wade should be just completely null and void, you know, and, and abortion should be illegal. That has nothing to do with your religion. Give me one reason mm-hmm. why abortion should be illegal. That yeah. has nothing to do with religion. Mm-hmm. People can't. Nope. And, that's same, I mean,
0: mean. <laughs> I mean you could do that you can do the same thing with anything that religious people don't believe in or don't support or completely um, completely attack people over and when I say attack I don't mean verbally I mean physically and like kill them over like, like spitting
1: um, on women who or walk like into a bor- or like Planned Parenthood for a freaking mammogram or something or like, like
0: Westboro Baptist Church um, protesting out at that um At the outside of the Pulse nightclub's funerals. But you know what, though?
1: I will say, the one thing I love about the Westboro Baptist Church Mm -hmm. is they always manage to, the counter protests Mm -hmm. always, like, bring me to tears. Like, did you see that they did protest outside of the Orlando Pulse um, victims and people dressed like angels and stood in front of them with these tall, tall angel wings created on their costumes and sang. I think they sang Amazing Grace to, like, drown out the pro Like, that was beautiful to me. So I will say, as much as I hate the Westboro Baptist Church, the counter-protests are always very touching.
0: Okay. Um, so. <laughs>
1: because, because you know, it, it's not, you, like, it's not fighting hate with hate. It's fighting hate with love. And I do appreciate it. He's giving me a face. I'm trying to explain myself.
0: No, no, no. It's fine. Um, so another problem that I have is when you look at comparatives it's so funny it's so funny to me because I actually just got in like a little like um spat again on no 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 this was the one the one oh oh we the same about. okay yeah so I got a I little someone's
1: like damn Kenneth
0: no no I got in a little spat on um social media and it's so funny because I noticed that conservatives and um specifically white conservatives because, you know, I don't know about the black conservatives. I don't trust you. No, I'm just... But um, specifically white conservatives it's so funny they're so quick to always use comparatives Mm -hmm. they're always using comparatives it's like oh well the main ones that i can um think of off the top of my head is like oh well you know black lives matter movements is stupid because it's like instead of focusing on black on black violence you're black you're you're focusing on a smaller percentage of violence and it's like no what it's like what does it have to do with anything or like my favorite it's like oh um this person is um is, um, you know, religion is with Islam or they're Muslim. And, you know, that's the most uh, chauvinistic and um, anti-women religion ever. But then yeah, Christianity you those is... those
1: memes where people will say something and yeah. it'll have, like, a picture of, like, a woman in, like, a burqa or a hijab or something? Yeah. And, and on top it'll have, like, a quote. And people will be like, oh, see, see, it's a chauvinistic religion. And mm-hmm. then it'll be like, actually, that's a Bible quote. <laughs> Awkward! Yeah. 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 And, like, that's the thing, like, the Bible... And I love how a lot of modern and I can speak to this because my mother is very devout. A lot of Christians nowadays like to pretend like the Old Testament didn't happen, yeah, because the Old Testament is is harsh. Mm-hmm. It's really, really harsh. And the New Testament's all about love and forgiveness and blah, blah blah. In the Old Testament, mm-hmm. God rained frogs and like animals on people. Oh, let's
0: not forget the Book of Job. Exactly. <laughs> Where he killed the man's entire family.
1: Killed firstborns all for over for a bet.
0: Before a bet, mind you, exactly. against the devil, like so, like yeah,
1: exactly, like or like oh, if you don't paint an X with like sheep's blood, we'll kill your firstborn. Like yeah. yes, that's that yeah. all happened in the Old Testament. And let's not
0: forget about all the stonings,
1: stonings, <laughs> and oh, women being it.
0: unclean, you know, during mm-hmm. their period, and they can't step into a um, place of um, worship. Let's 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 remember that. And it's so funny, it's because like oh, the Old Testament doesn't, and it's like no, the Old Testament is just as valid as the New Testament exactly. because if it wasn't, then it wouldn't be included. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it would have just been completely redacted, and yeah. it wouldn't have been included. But my favorite is like conservatives always posing um comparatives. They're like, oh well, you should be f- f- focusing on black on black crime instead of um police brutality. Oh, you should be focusing on um women being catty to other women instead of men being chauvinistic to women. And it's so funny because y- the moment you start bringing up comparatives, like um. Oh, how about the fact that you're so pissed about Kaepernick right now, and then you said nothing about Lockheed and Rio, or mm-hmm. the fact that you're so pissed about Kaepernick right now, and then you didn't say anything about Donald Trump not um, acknowledging the national anthem with the hand over the heart during the um the, during the Republican debates. Oh
1: yeah, because he yeah. just like sat there
0: looking all mad. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, or how about we how about we talk about the lack of outrage about Brock Turner?
1: Stop so, that little shit stain needs to burn.
0: So, <laughs> like, so
1: I'm about to like.
0: If you're not, out. if you're not familiar with the fact that um, Brock Turner, the rapist, the 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 um, with
1: three felonies, mind you,
0: the the man because he's not a teenager. The is he a teenager? No, uh, he's a
1: grown man. He's like twenty one.
0: Whatever. The man that raped an unconscious woman and two bikers actually pulled him off and chased him down. And waited for his arrest. Mm-hmm. Two men, by the way. You
1: know what cracks me up, though, is
0: mm-hmm.
1: people will always be like, well, if she was unconscious, how does she know? Because he got caught mm-hmm. by two other men who saved her. Like, mm-hmm. it's not one of those, you know, like that she was too drunk to remember. And it's like, like this he is... got caught with his dick inside of her. And it's like, like <laughs> this
0: is not, this is not, this is not allegation. This is, he was convicted. He's yes. a convicted rapist. Yes. And he got out after 3 months in jail.
1: For a 6 month sentence. You know the uh jury mm-hmm. wanted to give him a minimum of 6 years.
0: No. Well, he had he was he was up against um a 14 year sentence. Mm-hmm. 14 years. And he got conv- he got sentenced to 6 months and he got out on good behavior after
1: three. 3 months. Yeah. You know what, though? I was just saying this to Josh the other night. That poor girl is never going to get the justice she deserves. But the one ironic justice she will have
0: mm-hmm. is he
1: is now famous.
0: Yeah. You no, never... he's, not, he's not famous. He's infamous. Exactly. The same way that George Zimmerman is infamous for the murder mm-hmm. of Trayvon Martin. This kid is now infamous.
1: There are armed protesters outside of his house right now.
0: With Oh, my God. So let's get into the article. Because... Um, so the, the facts are as... As follows, Um, and this is from an article on um, Yahoo. Um, Wow, haven't used Yahoo in a long time, but. Early in the morning on Friday, convicted rapist Brock Turner was released from jail after serving a short 90-day sentence. That's 5,020 days shorter than the maximum sentence of 14 years, 2,100 days less than the six years prosecutors recommended, and 93 days shorter than the meager six-month sentence Judge Aaron Persky. And this is Judge. A- this is Judge Aaron Persky, in case you want to send some emails or you want to go down to the courthouse and speak some words. Aaron Persky. That's A-A-R-O-N-P-E-R-S-K-Y.
1: Who has since been removed from sexual like crime mm-hmm. courts. And actually, like he gave a similar sentence where I think he gave someone 21 years for like having marijuana.
0: Yeah. So this is fucking
1: piece of shit all around. So and why did he give him a six month sentence? Because,
0: because he's a he white had guy. such
1: an amazing life ahead of him that he just didn't want. He thought prison would be too rough for him. Yeah. You know what else is rough? Getting raped.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this is this is a perfect this is another perfect example of why comparatives are so important because it's like if because when you talk about white privilege to certain people like they're like kind of blind, deaf, and dumb towards the um. Blind, deaf, dumb, and mute (laughs) towards um, the concept of white privilege. And then you talk about.
1: But at the same time, it's, I think a lot of these people are like, well, things are so much better than they were when people had sign that says no colors.
0: And in it's in like And it's like just because things are different doesn't mean they're better.
1: Exactly.
0: And that's the thing that that's I try to. That's an f-
1: argument I hear from a lot of people. Yeah. Like, but things are so much better than they were in like the sixties. And it's like Because I mean, yeah, people aren't getting lynched anymore, but like No, but we still, still have
0: institutionalized slavery. It's like it's like if you're not if if it's like, just because, you know, slavery is no longer the, you know, picking cotton in the field mm-hmm. and, you know, not having any human rights. It's like, if you think about the mass incarceration and the the overwhelmingly longer sentence that black Americans face versus white Americans... And they're working for privatized prisons where mm-hmm. they work for free. They don't get anything, you know, from them working for companies. They're working for big companies. Like not you even know,
1: enough money to get anything from commissary. Yeah.
0: They're 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 working I for, watch
1: Orange is the <laughs> new black. I know how prison works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're working for big motor vehicle companies. You mm-hmm. know, these privatized prisons are making money off of these inmates, modern day slavery. And you know they leave and they're they're they no longer have these rights. And then um, you know when we talk about comparatives, it's like people don't want to hear. And it's like, okay, Brock Turner just served three months. And then we can also talk about that um the convicted molester that molested the um, I think it was like an eight year old, Um, and he oh, got thirty yeah, I days. Saw that. He got thirty days
1: because he would get killed in prison.
0: He got thirty days for molesting a child, a baby. Mm-hmm. Thirty days in prison, a white guy. And we talk about George Zimmerman who. Didn't go to jail for killing someone. And it's like, okay, it's like you have rapists, you have murderers, you have liars, national liars at that. You have um, you have all of these people that are not convicted, and then you have black men and women going to jail for marijuana, which is legal in certain states in America for 25 years. Yeah. For 25 years. there is some, There was a man convicted for possession of marijuana. He had less than an ounce of marijuana convicted for 25 years in prison. And- a convicted rapist is, you know, getting...
1: Well, and you know he was protected the entire time he was in jail. He was kept away from other inmates. Yeah, he, he, was, was, protected. Probably, he was probably
0: in isolation. He was. So it was, like, good behavior, of course. And then,
1: like, whenever he got out... Or, like, whenever he was, like, out and about, he always had, like, guards with him. Yeah. Why? Because people wanted to kill him.
0: So, according to this Yahoo article, here's a list of things that have happened as a direct result of Brock Turner's actions and the disregard Judge Aaron Persky had for justice. Now that he's out of jail, Brock Turner has three years of probation. Three years. Three years of probation and he must register as a sex offender. So, sex offender. once you're on the sex offender list, you can't get off of that. So, that's a good thing. Um, if he returns and home,
1: whenever he wants to move, he has to walk around the entire neighborhood and explain, hi, my name is Brock Turner and I'm the Stanford rapist.
0: So, um, if he returns um home to Green County, Ohio, within five days of his return, he must go to the Green County Sheriff's Department to be photographed and officially registered as a sex offender. Postcards will be mailed to alert nearby home earners that a sex offender lives in the area <laughs> here or anywhere he lives. So what?
1: frame that postcard. So
0: what? That's not enough, you say? Here's more. A new California rape bill inspired by Turner's case passed by the State Assembly on Monday with a final note of 71-AB-2888 ensures that anyone in California convicted of sex assault can't be sentenced to probation. Perfect. This woman's case is, receive, is receiving the media attention it deserves. On that exact same date, Judge Persky gave... Brock Turner, a lenient sentence. He dulled out another outrageously small punishment for the brutal beating and assault of another woman. Now her story is being told. Rape statistics in general have been called into question, specifically that they are too low. It is finally being revealed that underreporting and murky definitions of rape have have made sexual assault seem like far less of a problem than it is. Stanford students are just one student body demanding more accurate reporting. A public Effort to unseat Judge Persky was born. Stanford law Proce- professor Michelle Dobber personally knows the victim and headed up the efforts to have him removed from the bench. An organized effort to end rape culture was born. The Fuck Rape Culture Ru- <laughs> Movement, and that's spelled with a V. I don't know why, but um, <laughs> held events in cities around the world collecting thousands of signatures demanding the removal of Blah, blah, blah. removal of Judge Persky. That was a lot of. Um, so there's more. You can read the article. I'll post it down low if I remember um, in the description box. But, you know, there there is some good coming out of, you know, this outrageously low sentence that he's been experiencing. But I, I wanted to um, have a comparative talking about this guy's, um, you know, this guy's extremely low sentence compared to the white kid that committed committed vehicular manslaughter Against, I think it was two or three people. He killed two or three people with his car. He was drunk driving, and he got off through um, the judge. The judge basically said that he had affluenza. He was too wealthy that he didn't understand that you know there were there were consequences to your actions. So that's a, you the, know
1: what helps people understand that there are consequences to their actions. Giving them
0: fucking consequences.
1: Getting consequences. <laughs> it's like, like going isn't that to crazy? jail for murder.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: I hate everybody yeah but you know what though the one thing that does bother me about this whole situation with brock turner now that he's out Mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying like oh well if i rape brock turner does that mean i'll only get three months Mm
0: -hmm. and and
1: that's something that bothers me because you're still perpetuating rape culture rape culture and the fact that rape is used as a form of taking power over someone and like Mm -hmm. punishing someone and and that's like that's my only issue with this is the fact that like Okay, I understand what you're trying to do and I appreciate that, but you are way off the fucking mark with that. Like stop yeah. with that comment.
0: Yeah. It's like I, I don't like I don't like the um whole like, I mean, I think I like in, in, internal me wants to laugh because I'm like I like really, oh, it's like um poetic justice in a sense. But it's like like theoretical and logical me is just kind of like, okay, that's not right. That's mm-hmm. not okay. It's like you can't, you can't this eye for an eye culture died with the you know, the separation of church and state. You can't do that. You can't um, continue to perpetuate a rape culture and a culture of... kind of demasculating men by like you know considering like if a homosexual act was committed then you know the one that was committed against is less of a man which is why rapes against men are underreported especially when it comes to like Catholic priests and you know like and you know people altar boys. you know and uh, people in those situations that's why male rape is like a, a real it's significantly underreported comparatively speaking yeah. to rape against women which is also underreported because you know there are situations like this where the the girl has to continue to tell her story over and over and over again and sit in front of um, a jury. Who'd
1: just tear her apart. And
0: um, prosecutors and defense attorneys that sit there and tear her apart, you know, saying Over and and over. Yeah, and over and over again. girl,
1: I swear, I want to meet you and I want to give you a hug and buy you a drink because you fucking earned it.
0: Yeah. And it's like, and it's like if, and I just want to tell you that you, you aren't, you you don't have to be a victim for the rest of your life. You, you, you know, you were subjected to this This disgusting human, vile human being. um, I don't even want to call him a human being. but He's not a human being. This disgusting creature. He's a disgusting little
1: shit stain.
0: You know. um, On the
1: underwear. That is America.
0: (laughs) And pushing himself himself, um, upon you, you know, while you're unconscious. And it's like, you don't have to live the rest of your life as a victim. Because you're not a victim. This happened to you. And, you know, it's going to be hard. And it's going to be difficult. But just know that. Nothing was taken from you if you don't allow, you know, mm-hmm. yourself to believe that something was taken from you. You are just as strong, as beautiful, as intelligent as you were before. And he will get, you know, his day where whenever it comes, he will get his day. And just know that you are just as amazing as you were before this happened. So don't And you
1: know what though? Like you're even more amazing because you started a dialogue that was not there.
0: Exactly. It, it's it like wasn't. You were, before you were,
1: before this case, rape culture was not Talk Like rape culture, rape, consent, you know, mm-hmm. things like that weren't talked about on mm-hmm. this grandest scale. And now pe- there is outrage.
0: You're, an, you're a catalyst. You are. You're a catalyst for a movement that is going to stop this from happening to other women and other men in this society. And it, it, we have to continue to open up the dialogue between things that make us uncomfortable and things that may infuriate you, make you cry. I don't care. If it makes you uncomfortable, that means it's working. So... Now we're going to move on to more lighthearted things. Like the iPhone 7 being released on the 7th. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of excited for this because I um I have an iPhone 6s plus and
1: I have a Samsung Galaxy, so We're going to get
0: to you in a moment. So um so yes, the iPhone 7 basically no one like basically no one knows what is going on with it no one knows like what it's going to look like there are some ideas but basically the big thing that just like, kind of like irritating me a little bit is the fact that it's no longer going to have an aux c- cable input so they're getting rid of like head the headphone jack completely and appa- oh, so you
1: have to use like bluetooth
0: yeah so apparently the earbuds are going to be like these little wireless pods and first of all i already lost like i lose those headphones like at least like once a week yeah so um i have a feeling that i'm going to lose the headphones so basically, and they're gonna
1: be expensive because they're Bluetooth.
0: Yeah, so basically the iPhone 7 reveal is gonna happen on the 7th. And I think that's cute how they chose the 7th for the 7th uh generation. So the iPhone 7 is gonna be released on the 7th, and the the pre the pre-orders are going to happen on the 9th. So, and these are just kind of all like rough estimates right now. But basically, the biggest thing that it's talking about is the fact that there's a new color, it's this space black color. Um, and it's like kind of like this matte black color for the front and the back. So it's going to be kind of like a murdered out iPhone seven, which I'm really excited about. And then the other thing that I am super excited about, I said, if this does not happen, I will be leaving to Android. I will be giving up my iCloud. I will be giving up my iMessages and I'll be moving to, um, Android if this iPhone is not waterproof. And apparently it's been alleged that the new Apple, the iPhone seven is going to be waterproof. And it says that. It's water-resistant, though. And this is kind of, like, that's irritating. That's
1: different than waterproof. Exactly,
0: and that's what's irritating me because there have been several different articles, and this one that I'm re- reading is from the Daily Mail. Um, this one is saying that it's water-resistant. Other other allegations have said that it's waterproof. So um, this, this report is saying that um, this should allow for the new phone to be submerged up to 3 feet, 1 meter, for up to 30 minutes, which means that um, it's not waterproof, and that means I don't want it. So if that happens... Um, I'm, I'm, if it's not waterproof, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to purchase
1: one of those like phone cases. No, I'm not going
0: to purchase a $200 case, you know, to make something that should be waterproof, waterproof, especially when you're getting rid of my freaking headphone jack, which means I'm not going to be able to use my solo beat twos anymore. That was not a product placement. We're not sponsored by Beats. But it could be. But if you want to sponsor us, Beats, we're here for you. I Um, have Beats. I will sponsor the shit out of you. So on the dual lens camera. So apparently there's going to be two cameras on the um, iPhone 7 Plus, which is the um, upgrade of the model that I have. It's the bigger version of it. So that one is supposed to have two cameras um, for whatever reason. I have no idea. Maybe this can be integrated uh, 360, that kind of 360 video. I had a phone
1: that did that once. The uh, HTC One xm8 or something like that yeah yeah it did that that was awesome
0: yeah so um
1: htc did it first
0: so basically and then they're saying that there's going to be a kind of like curved screen or something like that so Um, like really
1: that's weird like the samsung edge yeah so since
0: we're talking about since you keep bringing up android let's talk about the exploding freaking galaxies so (laughs) so if you don't know the samsung's galaxy note 7 was released um a few weeks ago um, and since it's released, there have been a, there, there's a major recall now on Samsung so, cause it's exploding. It's exploding everywhere. And it's funny because this picture <laughs> looks like, like someone put it in the microwave, but no, they're just randomly catching fire. So, um, hopefully the iPhone doesn't explode because when I'm walking around with my new iPhone seven, you know, hopefully it doesn't just like explode, but, um,
1: I want the Galaxy S7 really bad right now. I've got the six, mm-hmm. and I really want like the seven. But basically, but Josh keeps like yelling at me. He's like, "Ashley, you paid seven because I've got Metro PCS. Uh-huh. Okay, so I can't <laughs> make payments. Uh-huh. So I paid seven hundred dollars for this phone, and Josh is like, "Ashley, you are not getting a new phone. Like that one cost you seven hundred dollars. You better keep that for like ten years because mm-hmm. <laughs> this phone's only like twenty bucks."
0: So the Samsung Galaxy uh, Note Seven. Uh, is basically saying overheating is obviously driven by temperature rise. This can be due to the environment such as a hot car in the summer and through heat transfer to a battery from another component inside the phone. Heating can also begin within the battery itself, which is what's behind the battery cell issue in the Samsung um, Note 7. So basically... um. Android, and Android has been coming on a fire for this a lot lately. It seems like those micro USBs are not kind of like an appropriate well, charging another method. Another problem,
1: though, is that um, a lot of people get... Because a lot of Androids have, you know, removable batteries. Yeah. And Samsung especially has gotten into trouble for this. Mm-hmm. But they are very adamant about if you need a new battery, you have to buy it from us. We cannot stand by a battery that's not Samsung. Yeah. And people will go out and buy like batteries that aren't from Samsung. And then their phones get melted and their houses catch on fire because their phones catch on fire. Mm -hmm. But Samsung's come out multiple times and like we can't stand by a battery that has been made by us. Like if you need a new battery, you have to buy it through us.
0: Well, even if that's the case. This one was sent out fresh and new off the boat and setting on fire. So it's an Android problem. And Android needs to get their shit together. So even if quote unquote iPhone and Apple are copying, you know, these ideas, they seem to be doing it better because their phones haven't been catching on fire. They bend, yes, but they have not caught on fire yet. So, um, so yeah, there's that. So another, um, kind of cool, hot topic that's happening right now. Hi, Wendy. I love you. Um... Wendy Williams, that is. So YouTube is censoring user content by demonetizing um, videos. So basically there's this um, article by Recode.net that um, YouTube (laughs) demonetization, that is such a long word, demonetization, (laughs) YouTube demonetization, that doesn't even sound like what I think it is anymore, explained for normals. (laughs) And I guess that means not tech savvy people. Um, Or,
1: you know, people who aren't YouTube famous.
0: Yeah, so it's like, WTF is demonetization, and why is it a thing this week on YouTube? So, whether you're a person who makes YouTube videos or just a person who watches YouTube videos, you may still be confused despite the earnest explainer efforts. So, here is a good explainer. It comes from the Internet Creators Guild, a new group founded by... um, YouTube vet and YouTube defender Hank Green. You should read it because, again, it is good. And I really don't care. Just tell me what it means. Okay, so basically, um, YouTube has just been randomly demonetizing videos on YouTube. So if you don't know what monetizing a video means, let's start explaining that first. So if you are a creator of content, like we're podcast creators, we create Content for podcasts and more like
1: you create content for podcasts, I just show up and talk about it. (laughs) Shut up,
0: (laughs) but um, yeah, so we create content for um, podcasts, and this is what's considered our content. We would be able to make money through sponsorships, um, affiliates, and etc. Um, you can google those words, (laughs) so but um, YouTube. Has this really cool nifty thing where if you wanted to make money through YouTube, YouTube will place ads on your video anywhere through the video, whether it's the beginning of the video, through the middle of the video, which is even more annoying than the beginning oh of the god, video. Oh my god, I
1: know. But but it's always videos where they're like 30 minutes on. Yeah. And you're like really invested in the video. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's...
0: Ad. ad. Yeah, so... And depending on
1: how long it is, it might happen again. And it's the same fucking ad. And I literally get homicidal.
0: Yeah, so basically... um. If you want to make money off of your YouTube videos, if you don't have a sponsorship yet, you're getting views, you're getting like a lot of views, Mm -hmm. you can make a lot of money off of these advertisements. So basically, a lot of YouTubers who have advertisements on their videos were unbeknownst to them getting their advertisements taken off of their videos by YouTube because YouTube basically is saying now that any um, they they came up with these set of guidelines basically saying that like if your YouTube video does not meet these set of guidelines then we won't monetize your videos. So basically anything that's vulgar or offensive (laughs) anything that's sexually explicit. I hate
1: that because like a lot of times how are you and Ugh, I hate rules like that because
0: doesn't what's seem like really big brotherish? Me,
1: well, it does, but also it's so subjective. What's vulgar to me may not be vulgar to you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and you know who's to say that you can tell me what
0: they are because you're using their basically. And my thing, my thing about it is, it's um, you know I'm starting up my YouTube channel and everything. But my thing is I, I think a lot of people forget when we talk about guidelines and terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. Those those big, you know, those those plethora of words and paragraphs those that everybody that you neglects need
1: to check the little box for. Yeah,
0: that everyone neglects to read. And those terms and conditions it says that the social media sites, every single one of them that you use, they're merely hosting content that you um produce. Mm-hmm. They, at the end of the day, they own that content. You know, if you decide to upload that content onto, you know, their site, Mm -hmm. they own that content. So they're, they're free to censor you any way that they want to. But in a situation like this with YouTube and the demonetization of videos, I think that is going to create a bigger backlash than they think because they're already trying to push YouTube Red, which is a subscription site. It's a version so
1: annoying. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a version of YouTube where you have to um, basically pay monthly for um, basically different content from your favorite creators. They create like, you know, more TV style content. And so they're already trying to push YouTube red, and now they're censoring videos and making um, it harder for um, creators to make money through the video. So it's like where before everyone could just get on YouTube and make money, you know, it's like you start getting a good subscriber, you know, count. You know what's funny,
1: though? I feel like I was just thinking about this. It's becoming... I don't want to say easier and easier to make money, but it's becoming more and more common that you see like YouTube millionaires or yeah. YouTube stars who just make a lot of money. Yeah. And and so I feel like this is their way of like, no 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 no.
0: Yeah. And,
1: like this is still a pipe dream. It's not achievable. Like snatch it away. Yeah, from because you
0: I know. mean there there are overnight stars, there are overnight YouTube stars and sensations. Um i there are I think um one of the people that are subscribed to Wolfie Raps. He literally, I think, went from like a hundred thousand subscribers to almost two million now. Overnight. It seemed yeah. like he was one of the fastest growing YouTube YouTubers. Um like he was growing faster than um that the that one guy, I forgot his name he makes like the gamer videos and he's oh like, PewDiePie PewDiePie yeah he's he's, he's actually PewDiePie grown,
1: he's yeah, actually grown my brother faster
0: loves him. oh god he's actually okay. grown faster than PewDiePie and so he like you know overnight just like you know became a YouTube sensation and it seems like if you can you know fit into this algorithm you start creating daily content or like weekly content and continue to do it and get your tags right and you know cr- create content and it seems like every single YouTuber has like freaking ADHD they are so damn hyper they
1: are they are all, all
0: hyper and it's like you know where it's like we have like a but more like did you
1: ever see Smosh? No. Oh my god, I would watch Smosh with my little brother because again, that was another one that he loved. I got the worst headache because they're just the, all they do is yell,
0: jump cuts, jump cuts everywhere, jump cuts flashing everywhere, flashing everywhere, bright,
1: flashy colors, yeah, yelling, yeah. funny faces, yeah, which. You know, to an 8, 910 year old 11-year-old kid. Which
0: most YouTube subscribers are in that age, range. Right? He
1: loves it. He yeah. thinks it's so funny. But, like, yeah. I'll, I'll try to watch it. And I'm just like, I need a drink. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> like, I have a headache. Yeah. Like, this
0: is, like, too much for me right now. Yeah. But it's like, you know, that was one of my problems. My first video that I made, Um, <laughs> though I like it, I realize that it's very lax, mm-hmm. comparatively speaking, to, like, the other YouTubers. Well, and it's
1: funny because when I watch YouTube, a lot of the YouTube I watch because I don't really subscribe to a lot of people necessarily. Mm-hmm.
0: And I subscribe um, to everyone.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm kinda like a random, like like I'll subscribe here and there if I like kind of watch more than one video and I really like you. Mm-hmm. But I watch a lot of like beauty vloggers. And a lot of the beauty vloggers are very calm and and you know it's like because I don't really watch like makeup tutorials mm-hmm. or like I watch hair fails. That's like my guilty pleasures. I will go on YouTube and literally look up hair color fail.
0: You're terrible. You're a terrible. And person. be there
1: for like I will watch it for hours. See, like <laughs> one of
0: my the kind of start of my um. Actually, we'll talk about that in a moment because that's um our, uh, that's our upcoming topic. Mm-hmm. Before we um digress too quickly, I wanted to. Speak about Dragon Con. Because I had the pleasure of working at Dragon Con. Um, and
1: I hate you. I'm so weekend. jealous.
0: Yeah, this um, this last weekend, um, you're, you're listening to this is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I had
1: Tuesday, a job Wednesday. and a wedding that I needed <laughs> to go to. So I wasn't able to attend Dragon Con. Yeah,
0: so my um, job at the station gets me really cool places. Um, but I got to work at Dragon Con. And I got to see everyone's really cool costumes. And I just... Um, Dragon, Con, Con, Dragon Con kind of... Um, solidified the fact that I have really bad anxiety when it comes to a lot of different people. Um, There were so many freaking people there. It was like 20,000 people in costumes walking through the street. Everyone looking like either Harley Quinn or Ash Ketchum. Like, it was like terrible. Um, But what I wanted to talk about was something that me and my coworkers noticed, which was really hilarious because there were so many guys in spandex. And then you realize like spandex is like tight hugging. There wasn't just spandex, but there was a lot of s- sock stuffing in, in, really? in, in said spandex. Really? And Interesting. And it was obvious. <laughs> it was very uh, obvious. was it like
1: the lumpy kind no, of No, it stuff?
0: was just like so outrageously like poignant that it was just like, there's no way. <laughs> there is no way that and, like every single guy that has walked past here like had like the perfectly, like, or maybe it was like, you know, like um, a cop. You know the the cups yeah. that you wear like for baseball because like it was just so awkward because it's like there were people that would walk up to the station and they just like would push their crotch out and just like okay well um, I'm gonna need you to walk away <laughs>
1: because I'm be- uncomfortable. because
0: whatever's going on down there looks I like need may- a corona. <laughs> just may explode <laughs> like what the hell. <laughs> But it's just so funny. Dragon Con was such... Like, that
1: thing looks angry at me. Yeah,
0: but it was such an amazing event. There were a lot of beautiful... um, There was a lot of beautiful makeup and a lot of beautiful costumes. A lot of those people, like... They uh, work,
1: like, year-round. Yeah,
0: hard-working, money-spending people on their costumes, on their looks. I just wanted to give a big round of applause to everybody who came out to Dragon Con and really showed out. There were a couple costumes that I was so confused by. Like what? There was this guy... um, And shout out if you're listening to this. I don't know. Like, you know, we never know. But um, he was... He had a palm tree, an inflatable palm tree in his hand and one of those Hawaiian shirts and like, you know, the khaki shorts. And my Uber driver that... Crazy man yelled out the window and asked him what he was, and he said, "I'm on vacation, man." He was vacationed, and he was just walking around on vacation. I love that. Yeah. So he brought his vacation wherever he wanted to go, and there was this That's awesome. So cute. That was hers, and there was this also. I have video of it, so um, maybe if I can, I'll attach the video um, or a link to the video um, down in the description box. But there was this lady dressed as a magic carp. Um, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you're not familiar yes, with you Pokemon, sh-
1: you showed that to me. That was yeah, so cool. She had on
0: a blue dress, and the top half of her was the magic carp. Um, and there was a guy behind her with a saxophone playing the um Pokemon theme song. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, this is my destiny. Something like that. Yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> so um Pokemon. So <laughs> um yeah. So she was dressed as a magic carp. There was a lot of there was the entire fleet of Halo um Mm -hmm. um what is it uh captain chief or
1: master chief master
0: chief yeah oh god
1: we have to be really careful because like my nerd is about to start showing
0: oh shit well i know
1: like (laughs) like i'm like that's like my my family those are like my people
0: (laughs) yeah so yeah there was like there was like the entire fleet of like halo commanders. but i have to
1: tell you and we're gonna have to do this after we finish recording Uh uh-huh so last year around this time, one of my coworkers and I were talking about Dragon Con because uh-huh. we were both, of course, at work and we were just talking about how badly we wanted to go. And she looks at me. She's like, have you ever been on Craigslist oh, after gosh. Dragon Con? I was like, no. What a random question. She goes, so you haven't. And I'm like, no. She goes, so you need to go on Craigslist and look through the, uh, the missed connections.
0: Oh my God! <laughs>
1: <Hold> <laughs> Are on. you doing it now? We're gonna
0: do it right now and read yes! it on air. Hold on, personals, misconnections. Let's do yeah.
1: So apparently they're really interesting. Let's
0: do um, men for women because okay, they're usually creepier. Oh my God! Whole Foods Superman. What the hell? I'm totally kidding. Hold on already. Okay, this is September 5th. Okay. Um, I came into the Whole Foods on Briarcliff Road today with a red Superman T-shirt. You were very beautiful and had long curly hair, wearing light blue, uh, light blue shirt, light blue shorts. The shirt and shorts may have been blue jeans. What? I don't
1: know.
0: I didn't want to stare too long. Besides, I have to hurry home to get some work done. I wish I had time to approach you and talk. As I was leaving the store, we made eye contact once more. If you happen to see this, I would love to meet up for a cup of coffee. Please let me know. But oh, that's, that's not, so that's not Dragon
1: DragonCon though.
0: Leather-clad Dragon Con girl on Martyr Train. There we go. <laughs> yeah, We talked on the train Sunday night. You said your birthday was in two weeks. You lived in Marietta. It was okay for me to look because you like the attention. I regret not getting your number and would love to talk more. Oh, a lot of these are cute. Um, let's see. Blue girl at Puppet Slam uh angry revenge guy one? Dragon con dungeons and randomness um so I recognize this is a very very long shot, but I thought what the hell you're running the panel and I was sitting in the second row I thought you were cute which obviously you were and we had and had great energy in general as for me I'm the copper blonde big guy who asked how your dm managed Your DM manages four teams at a time when most DMs can only manage one. Spoilers, he's broken. Tomorrow is the last day at the con, but if you'd like to grab some coffee or a drink tomorrow, then let me know. Also, you mentioned you were thinking about moving to California, LA, and I live in the Bay Area. Also, if you read this, let me know what color your hair is. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So... uh, these are funny. I'm, I'm not going to read. We'll read more of them later, but I just wanted to read a few because I was like, no way. So apparently there's a lot of people that see people at Dragon Con and, you know, want to get it in um, or get coffee. Because they all Y'all said they want to are are get, like, Let's get coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So Dragon Con was awesome. I had a fun time working it. There were a lot of beautiful costumes and um, I love everybody letting their freak flag fly. So, and that was a tongue twister. So, now we have a new segment called What I'm Watching This Week. And it's what I watched last week. But, you know, kind of, I just wanted to give, like, kind of everyone an inside eye to what I do when I have free time. And that's very rare because I don't. I haven't actually watched TV in a very long time. Mm. But I did catch some cool shows and some channels. You know what's funny? What?
1: Is all of my clients the first question they ask is so? What are you watching on Netflix right now? Mm-hmm. Because I don't have cable; I literally just have Netflix. Yeah, so I and thought it would be cool. In my a spare co- time, that's all I do is watch Netflix. I thought it would
0: be a cool um, kind of like segment for us to do. So like if if. If you want to... It'll kind of open up the dialogue for people. If people have seen the shows that we have seen, we could kind of, like, have... Nerd out. Let's do this. Yeah. We can kind of talk about it together. Or, like, we
1: could, like, live... Oh, yeah. You could live tweet. I could, like, live Facebook talking about, oh, my God, you guys, Cooper and Charlotte are fighting again on private practice. I just cannot handle the show right (laughs)
0: now. (laughs) So, basically, um...
1: Because it would mean the world to me if I could find someone else who was like, I know, girl, it's okay.
0: Yeah, so basically, um, I'm going to go to, because basically, I said basically so many times. Okay, get it together, Kenneth. So basically. I watch, so basically, <laughs> no, so I watch YouTube and Netflix mostly. Those are what contribute, what I contribute most of my uh, visual time to. Me too. So my subscriptions, I kind of, every day I go through these subscriptions. But what I've been watching lately? Stop! You is, do not
1: watch Miranda. Shut sing. Up.
0: So what I've been watching lately is Miranda sings because I love my Hi sisters. Guys, stop it!
1: I know my sisters imitate stop her perfectly.
0: It. Don't be porn. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be porn. I, I know they'll look at my me lipstick. and be like Ashley. Ashley, stop it. stop it! I love Miranda Sings. So if you're ever just like because I like watching a lot of I, I consider quote unquote dumb content before I go to bed or like ASMR. Because I can't, I can't watch too like a complicated plot because I have I have insomnia already. So if I watch something that's too, um, you have to pay
1: attention to it.
0: Yeah, if I watch something that I have to focus on too much because it's interesting, I kind of won't go to sleep until yeah. like six o'clock in the morning. So I watch like what what I consider a lot of quote unquote dumb content. So I love Miranda Sings. If you guys don't know who she is, she's a YouTuber. Um, subscribe to her. I watch a lot of Buzzfeed. Eugene. <gasps> Make oh,
1: I love Eugene. Jimmy,
0: oh my God! You, every video that Eugene is in, I have watched you know who at else least I five love, times. Though? The Try Guys, I love them. I love the Try Keith. Guys. Keith, you I like Keith the you know, so Yeah, I love me. Ned yeah.
1: too, though. Yeah, because Ned, Ned is talks like, about his
0: wife all of the time.
1: Because, like, that's like his whole life. I feel like he yeah. like has like the life, like the white guy life, like yeah. the old, like white picket fence. I love my and wife. wife. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I love Philip DeFranco. Oh, I um, love Philip. DeFranco. So if you, if you, any of these people, so it was Miranda sings, um, the Try Guys, and Buzzfeed with Eugene because duh, Philip DeFranco. I don't really watch. No, I don't watch that, so we're going to – I don't watch that either. Um, oh, there's a new – no. Just oh, gonna.
1: wait. I watched those with the drag queens. Hold on. Ooh, wow okay, presents. I have to say that. Yes, I love Wow yeah. Presents. I have to say, though, I recently discovered, thanks to my friend Come Katie, who I don't know if Katie listens to the podcast, but she is now. Yeah. Um, but she turned me on to this YouTuber, mm-hmm. and her name is Coco Peru. Okay. And, oh my gosh, I'm going to show you one of her videos. I, like, she showed me these videos. I was crying. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. And basically, she lives in California. And I, I'm not... I think she's a drag queen. She might be trans, but I'm, I'm like, pretty sure she's just a drag queen.
0: I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, I know you don't know. I'm a drag queen myself. Yeah.
1: But, um... Yeah, and she just, like, walks around, and she's just me. Like, the only way it is, I just, I watch her, and I empathize. Yeah. And there was um one video where she was trying to play Grand Theft Auto, and she was, you know, playing by the rules and doing all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, it's, like, five minutes later, and she's, like, shooting up at helicopters with cops in it, and, and she's, like, how did this happen? <laughs> it's just funny. Like, she's ridiculous, and I think everyone should give her a try. Stop looking at me. You make me nervous, and I ramble, and if you want me to stop talking, you're going to stop looking at me, <laughs> Kenneth so so sick of your shit today I'm sorry
0: so another um another channel that i absolutely i watch before i go to bed if any of you are popaholics out there tune in to dr sandra <laughs> lee no. aka dr mm-hmm. pimple popper she does epidermoid cysts she does uh, lipoma she does blackheads she does cysts. if all of this terminology is unfamiliar to you watch her she videos she pops
1: zits for a living <laughs> that is her job
0: she's a der- she's a she's a board certified dermatologist she does great work she's also um she does cosmetic uh, surgeries as well such as liposuction um under local anesthesia which is a, a phenomenal procedure so if you're into medical videos at all make sure you give dr sandra lee um a try and then Josh another
1: loves those and another, he made me watch them and I literally almost
0: vomited. Another video that I just kind of, um, not a video, but another channel that I kind of like I watch religiously is Grant Thompson, um, the King of Random. He does a lot of, um, he does a lot of, a lot of um, like experiment videos mm-hmm. and Nile Red. I love Nile Red. He does chemistry videos. He, ter- he um, shows you how to like make, you know, bromine and... Mm-hmm. Um, a Do you of,
1: watch the slow-mo guys
0: ever? Yes, I love the slow-mo guys. I, love, I love to watch love things their explode their in slow too.
1: motion. Yeah,
0: so um, th- that's basically kind of what I cover. I, I have a lot more, but we can save that for a lot, a lot of week. Uh, a lot. <clears throat> we can save that for um, other weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically when I'm watching on Netflix, so I'm just going to go through my um, continue watching section because there are, I don't know if a lot of things that I love watching on Netflix are still on it because Netflix kind of does that. But what I've been watching recently, like this last week, has been Pokemon XY. I know I'm a freaking Fucking nerd. Loser. I know I'm a nerd, but if you um if you're like me and having an insomnia, watching Pokemon is perfect because literally every single episode has the same plot. You know, there are new Pokemon and stuff that happen, but literally every it's like Poke, they they go on an adventure, they Team Rocket appears, Team Rocket blasts off. Pikachu discovers something about himself. Ash discovers something about Pikachu. Ash catches another Pokemon and then the episode's over. Like, so... If sometimes
1: you, there's a gym.
0: Yeah, sometimes there's a gym involved, but not really. <laughs> so, and mind you, I'm on episode... I'm, well, this is like the 80th episode because I'm on season two, episode 23, and the first season had like 70 episodes so and they're like 20 minutes long if that they're like 13 minutes long so yeah if you if you just want something that's just kind of like easy watching watch Pokemon XY or Netflix um Chelsea Ugh. I have been watching this a lot lately too because I
1: love Chelsea Hanlon Chelsea I know hang on <laughs> I just need a minute uh-huh. Chelsea I love you and I'm your biggest fan and uh-huh. if you were to ever like say hello to me I think I would cry Aww. please please like listen to our podcast i'll tweet
0: it to her oh my god
1: please do please yeah. tell her i'm the most pathetic fan she's ever met in her whole life and yeah. i like
0: adore her i'm pretty sure she would literally
1: <laughs> i would make her so uncomfortable with my love like she would literally yeah. just like not talk to me so another
0: one is one that you turned me on to the unbreakable kimmy schmidt
1: oh my god don't you love it i love
0: her i love um titus
1: <laughs> hello okay, so
0: he's just so obnoxiously I tell him all the boy. time yeah
1: I am Kimmy and you are Titus literally because like literally in the sense that you'll say things to me and I don't understand like what are you talking about and you'll be like oh Ashley it's okay and that's literally what he does he'll talk about like the Backstreet Boys or something and she'll be like oh my god who is that and he'll be like oh Kimberly
0: (laughs) yeah so and another one is one that um I'm kind of on the last episode of season one um, it's kind of a new, newer um, show on Netflix, but it's called Penny Dreadful. Literally encapsulates all of old English literature. So Frankenstein's Monster and Frankenstein and um, Dorian Gray. Is P- that Penny Dreadful. because it really... It's amazing. Really? Okay. Literally, I it can't... it keeps
1: popping up on my suggested. And I'm just like... I don't know how I feel about it. If you
0: love Dracula, you love all of those kind of like old English um Well, let novels. me finish private
1: practice and then I'll
0: <laughs> Yeah, if you love I mean, I've, I watch all of these kind of simultaneously, so like
1: See, and I can't do that. Yeah. I have to like watch it and finish it before yeah. I can start a new show. And
0: kind of my um my kind of uh, honorable mention because I actually finished every single episode of every single season because I'm that guy is Nurse oh my Jackie. God, no, I'm not
1: like, I'm not like Jackie.
0: Yeah, as Nurse Jackie, Um, for someone who personally devoted all of my time and energy into House MD, Dr. House with Hugh uh, Laurie, loved that show. No one can tell me any show was better. Nurse Jackies are different kind of different in terms of a different kind of different in terms of uh, medical shows. Um, It encapsulates a nurse that has an addiction problem to to medication, and she has, like, typical addict behavior, but she's a functioning, like, addict, and she's, like, an amazing nurse, and she, like, saves so many lives, but, like, there's, uh, like, several plots going on, and that's what I love because, you know, each episode, it's about her, but there's several things going on at the Mm -hmm. same time, so. So
1: can I tell you what the best medical show of all time?
0: No, because I hate you.
1: Well, I feel you. like you're
0: gonna say Grey's Anatomy.
1: But I'm not, though.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: so, literally go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. Um, no, I'll the attempt best later. medical <laughs> What's wrong with us? I don't know. The best medical show of all time, forever, yeah. will be Scrubs.
0: Oh, but, I love Scrubs, but not, yes. but
1: not that last season where Scrubs goes to medical school. Fuck that season. No, that
0: season was really weird.
1: That season was the worst season of all time. And Dave yeah. Franco, you could not save that. You tried your best, and I appreciate you, but you can't do it. Like Zach Braff, and just all of you. Like no, like no. So no.
0: On that note, we're at the end of the podcast. We actually went over time, but we're at the of ed- We're at the end of the podcast. Um, we want to thank you guys, as always um <laughs> we want to thank you guys as always for listening to the podcast make sure that you send us emails at uh at gmail.com you can also tweet us at twithken and like us on facebook at twithken. with ken all of our handles are the same that's t a w i t h k e n we appreciate you guys so much for listening and make sure you give us an email give us a shout out and we'll talk to you next time bye, bye.